From beach towels to tea towels and from mugs to water bottles, the TNT Shop has it all. Browse our shop now at tntradio.live. You're listening to Joe Hoft on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Hey, we are back. Lots going on in America. This is Joe Hoft on the Joe Hoff Show. Thanks for listening in. I'm telling you, the, the, the world's on fire and, and we got fire here at the Joe Hoff Show. We got a great guest today. Christina Bob's going to join us here after the break. A good friend, and she's been such a great support uh, supporter for me over the past few years, and uh, the Gateway Pundit, et cetera. She's just fantastic, so can't wait to talk to her. Uh, lots going on. We've got Texas boiling over. We finally had uh, a governor on the southern border, and it's really the only Republican governor now, after Hobbs stole uh, the Arizona election, which was uh, really, was it ran by the cartels or China or both? Because that was a travesty what happened in stealing that election from Kerry Lake. And we've got to fix that and we're going to fix it. Uh, but uh, more breaking and pressing news right now is are we going to beat a civil war by the end of the day? Because Joe Biden is threatening to send in troops uh, to keep the border open and, and it, proving but this animal, this monster, this communist, uh, China ran, Obama ran, Soros ran, a mental midget, senile, snakeskin, corrupt, criminal, pedophile, sicko of a sicko son, dad of a sicko son, that he's corrupt as hell, that he doesn't love America, he hates America, that he wants to destroy this country. And that's what's going on. And there's all sorts of information out there about it. We're going to start today with one one clip coming out of Texas, speaking about the uh, uh, the people in Texas finally standing up against this regime. Let's play this first clip. A border showdown is brewing in Eagle Pass, Texas right now. A huge hub for illegal border crossings. There is a standoff that is underway between the federal government, which wants the razor wire that Texas put in place there to protect its own state, they say it has to go and republican texas governor greg abbott says he will not the biden administration has now given him a deadline of tomorrow to allow border patrol access to the area it's called shelby park essentially setting up a confrontation potentially between federal agents and the texas national guard there you have it. There it is lined up. Uh, and tomorrow is today. Tomorrow's today. So we will see what happens. Eagle Pass is a mess. This is where we've seen uh, armies of military-aged men crossing the border. I put a piece up yesterday at FB, at uh, on the two FBI agents, uh, former retired agents, top to, it's top agents, and sent, sent a letter to the uh, Congress saying, hey, guys, this is so dangerous what's what what biden has done here he's opened the border and of course isis uh crossed into america of course terrorists came in we've got a video from yesterday that i put up at gateway uh or, or at joehoff.com of ben burkwam in o'hare airport where they've partitioned off an entire wing of that massive airport and and put up basically tents or curtains to protect all these illegals and give them sleeping quarters and they're even moving now the beds into the hallway and americans are outside 
because they don't feel safe inside with what's going on. And Burkwam interview, interviews one of these guys. He's from. He says he's from Venezuela. Shows a picture of himself holding a, a, some type of rifle, and uh, and he says that he used to be in the Venezuelan military. So we don't know if he's Hezbollah, Venezuelan. We don't know who this guy is. Nobody knows. But he's bragging and showing his picture to Ben Burkwam. Over the weekend, we had another man crossing the uh, into the U.S. walking right in. And he says, you people are so stupid that you let me do this. He goes, and the guy goes, who are you? He says, you will soon know who I am. They were they reported uh, later in the week that this guy was a terrorist that was in prison for 13 years overseas. And here he is walking into our country. It's a mess. And that's what these FBI agents are saying to Congress. Hey, we've never seen this before. This is I've been writing about this for more than a year. This is a Trojan horse. People down there like Burkwam and Michael Yan, who will be with us now next week are saying these this is an invasion this is not this is not just people coming in for because they want to be set free from some abuse and they're refugees this that's a lie they we all know it we all know biden knows it and and uh and and it's a lie and so and i and i wrote about this this more general flynn had an op-ed at western journal a couple of days ago saying absolutely texas has the right to protect their border absolutely they have the right and today we're going to find out is biden going to send troops to texas to keep the border open and 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 general flynn goes on to say hey there's a couple of these uh Supreme Court justices that basically were abs not just wrong they're absolutely wrong we absolutely have the right to protect ourselves that's what the government's job is and when the federal government's not doing it then the states absolutely have the right to protect their people and that's what Abbott is finally doing there's a lot of us that are saying what the hell took you so long and then we've had the courts telling us no you can't put barbed wire up you got to cut it down you got to let these people in what the hell is that that's not America. That's America hating garbage. And that's what's going on today. And it's sick. I, I tell you what, we're going to play another clip coming uh, out of Texas, one of the uh, top individuals at the in the in the uh, Texas uh, state uh, GOP. He'll, he's going to share now. Listen to this. The biggest mistake the Biden administration could make would be confronting law enforcement or our military, our National Guard at our border at this park when we're actually doing the job that the American people want. So if they come down and create a situation, all of America already knows now, they will clearly see that the Democrats are willing to take on a state that is operating under the, our constitutional right to protect our people and protect this country. I don't think even Biden will make that mistake. We're not looking for a confrontation. We're looking for them to do their damn job and protect the lives of Texans and Americans and protect the borders in this country. And for every person that's died of a fentanyl overdose, for every person that's been murdered by MS-13, for every law enforcement officer who's been killed in the line of duty because these people have crossed the border, that death is on the hands of Joe Biden and this administration and his policies on the border. They should not come and confront us. They should just let us do our job. Spot on. Dan Patrick from the state of Texas, top Republican there. Uh, spot on. Couldn't have said it better. He's for the, thank God. Thank God we're finally standing up. And damn Joe Biden. Damn Joe Biden. Damn the Supreme Court for such an insane ruling. Damn them for not for not taking up the Texas case after the 2020 election. Damn them for that. Damn them. 
Every death since then is on them. The Supreme Court, these seven justices, they didn't even take it up, said the president of the United States didn't have standing in an election that he was part of. It's unbelievable how corrupt and stupid the Supreme Court can be at times. Unbelievable. This is the best we can do because we've got scumbags like Mitch McConnell in our in our Senate that won't allow us to put in real conservatives, real Americans, real people that want to protect the American people on the Supreme Court. No, we got to barter and put in people like Amy Comey Bryant or whatever her damn name is so she can vote and say, yes, it's fine to have anybody cross our border. These FBI agents are saying this is a crisis. What's going to happen here is unbelievable. We've got a Trojan horse. We've got terrorists we know of that have come in this country. I've seen a bus pull up in Sykeston, Missouri, of all places, right in the middle of America. They pull over in a parking lot. These men get out and they, and they march out in a single line. And I'm like, these are not refugees. This is a military invasion. And Joe Biden's allowed it. And I've and, and you got to wonder, is it intentional? Or are they just so damn stupid that they didn't think that terrorists would come in here? Are they so naive? And my uh, person I was talking to before the show says, no, I think they're dumb. I think they're that dumb. They just didn't realize that we'd have terrorists come in here wanting to do what just happened on October 7th in Israel. Just go in and just kill people because that's what they wanted. They hate America. They've been burning our flags overseas for years. And, and some people might say, well, rightly so. I don't give a damn. That's disgusting. That's not the answer is to just go in and willy-nilly murder innocent people. That is not the answer. And that's what we've got sitting on our doorstep right now. It's an absolute mess. Thank you. Joe Biden. Thank you, Christopher Ray, Merrick Garland, the Supreme Court, the U.S. Senate, and the U.S. House. Thank you for not protecting us, you damn, damn people. Damn you. Because I tell you what, you tell me they're not going to target our water, our nuclear power plants, our power plants, our internet. You tell me that isn't going to happen? I mean, I'm just, I'm just an auditor and an accountant, and I can see this, and a writer, and an author, and a TV show host of one of the greatest shows on the internet, the Joe Hoff Show. But anybody can see this. You don't have to. You don't have to own. Have your own uh, show. You can see this. Everybody sees it. This is crazy. This is insanity. This is what we're living with now, and it's it's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. Just uh, you lose your breath. I tell you what, uh, there's a lot of talk right now over something that I shared a couple days ago. And I, uh, I've i got to tell you, um, thank you. Thank you for noticing. Thank you for waking up. Thank you for understanding that this country is so damn corrupt, so damn corrupt that they would lie to us, that they would steal an election and our FBI and our states would be complicit and, and overlook all the massive crimes, massive crimes in our 2020 election, massive. And I shared a, I shared a couple days ago, hey, we've got it. We've got it, folks. Look out, you crooked FBI. Look out, you monsters. that should be down at the border protecting this country. There should be arresting terrorists that come into this country. You're not doing your job. Instead, you're, you're certifying uncertifiable elections and telling us that nothing was wrong. Nothing could have been further from the truth. 
And we got the goods. We got the goods. And I thought about even singing a song to you about it. Maybe I will. We got the goods. We got the goods. We got the goods. We got the goods. Better watch out. Better watch out. I hope you're sweating now because we got the goods on you nasty, nasty, stinking creeps. There you go. That's my best rendition. I It, it started today in the shower and ended up here on TNT uh, Radio.Live. There it is, and there is that. And I'm telling you, I hope these people are sweating. And I'm not coming out with all the details right now. I'm sorry, I'm not going to do that. We want these guys to sweat. We want them to know that we know that we and and know that they know that we know that they lied. They lied. They lied. They lied. They did not do their job. And uh, and 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 as a result, we've got an open border with terrorists crossing our crossing into the United States today. And God knows when they're going to be told by somebody. Somebody's going to say, "Time is now." Nine eleven. Time is now, and they're going to freaking uh, start shooting everybody in this country. And and then after uh, ten million are dead, then maybe 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 some of these liberals will wake up and say, "Ha." Huh, Maybe Biden was lying when he said it was too expensive to build a wall that Trump wanted to build. As he sells all this, all, by the way, all this wall material has been sold dirt cheap. Pennies on the dollar, I believe, to Canadians. That's what Joe Biden does. Instead of protect us, he's doing everything he can to destroy us. He's allowing Chinese to cross that border. We've heard 200,000 Chinese. What the hell? This is what's going on. This is This is the result of a sick disgusting anti-american regime that takes over power and they're connected to the world economic forum i'll bet uh, we know that they're connected we've got people in there that are connected uh to iran we know that people in biden's government we know that we can name them and we've got crooks all over the doj and and the fbi we've got them coming to people's houses at, at early in the morning yesterday was five years since roger stone got invaded by the FBI at his home, 25 agents with with guns, machine guns, ready to shoot him dead because he supposedly lied in, in front of Congress uh, saying something about Russia stealing information from the DNC and giving it to WikiLeaks, which was an entire lie. How can you lie about something that's a lie? What the hell? That's what they arrested him for. That's why they sent 20-some agents to Roger Stone's house. This is total insanity what we're putting up with it's time and we got the goods you nasty little snakes hope you know that hope you know that hope you hope you sweat a little bit stay up at night we're gonna get you we'll be back with christina bob right after this tnt's kate shimarani i'm of the, the belief that your body can totally 100 heal itself if you remove the offending things and you flood your body with what it needs. What do your dogs and your kids do when they get sick? They lie down and sleep, don't they? They don't want to eat. They get great big temperatures and they just want to rest. What, do you think you're a special, special snowflake? You're any different? No, that's you as well. But what do they want to do when you go to the hospital? I've seen it firsthand in the last couple of weeks. They're just going to serve you rubbish food, wheat, sugar, dairy, animal protein, tea and coffee, fluoridated, fluoridated, bromine, water, drugs, pharmaceutical petroleum-based drugs. Kate Shamarani on today's News Talk TNT.
I wanted to alleviate my pain. I also didn't want to be who I was. I always just felt like there was just something wrong with me, and I was trying to figure it out, and I used the internet to help me do that. Seemingly out of nowhere, we've suddenly seen a huge spike in media depictions and social media depictions of transgenderism. It's even reached the mainstream advertising world. The people who are consuming this are children, 13, 14, 15 years old, and it's so easy for them to literally be groomed. I just woke up one day, looked at myself in the mirror, and asked myself, what the heck am I doing? When trans-identified kids are referred to specialized gender clinics, they're often told that they're going to get comprehensive, multidisciplinary mental health assessments. We know that that's not true. I was easy to manipulate. The ideology that has become dominant at these clinics is that trans kids know who they are, and therefore to question them is completely taboo. My childhood was ruined. Who's there for their detransitioning? Nobody. Nobody would help me because they had more concerns of me reversing everything. Did this thing to alleviate this gender dysphoria that wasn't there before, but you made it into a problem, and now your body image issues are worse. That's not supposed to happen. What do we do now? D-Trans, the dangers of gender-affirming care. For more information, go to PragerU.com. Our next steps to space. This time, we go back to the moon to learn to live, to work, to invent, to create. Today's News Talk Radio, TNT. And we are back on the Joe Hoff Show and it's my pleasure uh, to introduce our guest. I'd, I'd call her a good friend. She's supported me for a few years now as I jumped into the radio world, and I didn't know what I was doing. And people would probably, if they saw the first segment of the show, would say, Joe, you still don't know what you're doing, but I'm having a good time doing it, and we're dropping a lot of bombs. And that's, that's, that, that's what I love. Christina, Bob, Christina, thank you for joining us today. Hey, Joe, thanks so much for having me. Yeah, no, fantastic. Used to support, I was thinking about it this morning. You supported me. I was on another station for a while. You were there all the time for me and always pleasant, I think, just and, and so knowledgeable about what's going on. And, uh, it, you know, I'd call you, can you, can you make it on the show? Sure. Always so nice. <laughs> it, was, it, it was just wonderful. It was just wonderful. And, and here you are still there. Great support. And well, thank you. And you so, guys have been fantastic. No, thanks. Well, thank you. And, uh, you know, I sit back and I was thinking again this morning, too, about, about you in general. Here's this young lady uh, who was worked at OAN, who worked for the uh, Homeland Security at a top job, was a, is a major in the military, a JAG, an attorney, and now you're working with President Trump as an attorney. I mean, my God, your resume, Christina, I'm telling you. <laughs> Well, it's thank you. Dark. It's it's been it's been interesting. I cannot say I've had a dull career for sure. It's been exciting. Wow. Well, what concerns you? Let's we'll just step back here. We've been through a lot and, and over yeah. the past few years. Twenty twenty election. We talked a lot about. As a matter of fact, I don't know if you've noticed. I got your book behind me here, awesome. uh, Christina Bob's. Yeah. Thank you and, so much. Um, and you actually were one of the folks that gave me a you know a blurb for the back of the book. So I'm really yeah. Really thanks. For that well, thanks. Too. Well, thanks for asking me. The um, yeah. no, it's fantastic. You and I, I feel like you know, I feel like we're part of a club here that wrote about 2020. 
Yeah. And uh, that's been great because I feel like we know a lot about it. So we've got that. We're still reco- we're still not even recovering from it. We're still in the in the hell of having a stolen election by really stolen by China or the World Economic Forum or Obama or Soros or who we we still don't know who's running this country. Yeah, right. we've got a senile old man that they shove in front of us to make us feel like you know dirt when every time you see him stumble over words, which is now every time he talks, and. Um, and they're trying to run him again for president and they know that they can do it if they can steal the next election so this is all in our face we got that and as a result we've got an open border and today we have this this event in texas where we've got the finally the governor there saying we're not going to let any more of these people in and so joe biden's threatening troops and it was yesterday he said 24 hours so it's coming today what do you think's gonna happen? What do you what you know? What is going on in this country? Well, I think I think there will be a standoff. I um, I don't think it will actually. Um, I don't think it's going to start. You know, conflict between Texas and the federal government any more than there already is. Uh, I'm incredibly disappointed in the Supreme Court uh, for allowing us to get to this situation. You know, we're now seeing maps where you've got states which support Texas and states which support the federal government. And this is their goal. Their goal is to divide this nation. And Amy Coney Barrett and John Roberts played right into the leftist agenda by siding with the leftist judges to allow this division to take place. Americans want their country back. They don't want to be under the thumb of Joe Biden or any other dictator. And the Supreme Court justices gave it to them. They basically said, nope, you can you can control the people of Texas. And they're they're taking the approach that the federal government is more powerful than the states. And that's not the way our nation was designed. That's not the way we were founded. Um, so I'm I'm incredibly disappointed in the Supreme Court. I, I think it, it, to your to use your words, it will be very interesting um, what happens. But uh, you know, on one hand, I think they want civil war because then they can use the COVID rules for the 2024 election and say, oh, there's war. We're going to completely break the law and do whatever we want and declare ourselves the victors. Um, I don't think that's going to happen. I, I I think that's kind of a pipe dream on their end. I think, you know, pray for Texas, pray for our government and pray for our leaders. Um, but I, I think wisdom and cooler heads will prevail and we'll, we'll figure something out. Mm. You know, I was thinking about this this morning. I read this book by uh, Mark Levin years ago. It was a great book. He said, "Here's the, our Constitution's brilliant. It's brilliant. But there's a couple things that we need to fix. And one of them was when the, when the uh, Supreme Court makes a mistake, there's really no remedy other than you've mm-hmm. got to somehow push things through again. And like with Roe v. Wade, it takes 50 years for the Supreme Court to correct what they did, saying that yep. the federal government has the right to force states to uh, mandate abortions. That was insanity. It was a state yep. issue. That was the answer. And um, so that's with this ruling uh, this past week. It's it's insane. This is, this. what are they thinking? Our government's no. not protecting us. No, it's not protecting us. And I'm really disappointed in Amy Coney Barrett because I think she is um, putting her own reputation and she's trying to create her own legacy more than actually uh, do what's right for the American people. And what I mean by that is um, it, it appears to me she wants to be the swing vote. She wants to be the one that everybody goes, oh, well, she decides on what's fair because she is the swing vote. You remember when Sandra Day O'Connor used to be the, the swing vote, everyone 
um, held her in high regard because she was seen, I mean, all the Supreme Court justices should be held in high regard, but she in particular was seen as someone who doesn't play politics, but just decides based on the law, you know, that, that was kind of the reputation that she held. And I think Amy Coney Barrett is trying to pigeonhole herself into that type of uh, reputation. The problem with it is we're not in, you know, the 1990s. We're in 2024 uh, with a rogue authoritarian government and and we need the law enforced. And I, I care less about Amy Coney Barrett's reputation than I do the decisions that come out. And um, I, I think that's just my personal opinion. That's my, my assessment of her. Um, that she's just trying to create a legacy for herself. And in the process, she's destroying our country. Mm, amen. Well, and quite frankly, we should all step back. I had a guest on the show, a lovely lady from Italy, very successful. And she she came on. She's helped me in in uh, translating my books to Italian. Maybe I've mentioned this before oh, to great. you. And they're going to be publishing them here soon. And um, all in Italian. And she's really successful. I had no idea who she was, but she just wanted to help out. She saw me on a show over there. She said the translator sucked. So she wanted to come in and, and do a better job. And she's been fantastic. Great support. But she said, you know, our Constitution, you know, is the most magnificent thing in really in world history. We don't look mm -hmm. to the Italian Constitution. We're basically, we vote in an emperor who, who runs everything. We look at the U.S. Constitution, where it's the people that are supposedly running this country. And and um, she said, those Supreme Court justices, when they turned down that Texas case, she said, that was insane. Somebody from mm -hmm. Italy. That was insane. How can they say President Trump didn't have standing in this case? It was insane. No, they were saying they Texas did didn't did. have standing. They were saying that mm -hmm. it's even worse than that. They were saying Texas didn't have standing to sue Pennsylvania when the constitution clearly says if one state wants to sue another, the only court who has jurisdiction is the United States Supreme Court. And so that's why it was uh, it was particularly egregious because in the black letter law of the constitution, it says it's the Supreme Court who has uh, original jurisdiction. And uh, yeah, so for them to say they don't have standing basically says states can't sue each other. Well, and what? So, what do they do? And what do they do when they steal? An election yeah, like that? they do do go to war. Six of them. You know. Yeah. That's what. That's what they're they're pushing us on. And please don't get me wrong. I, I don't think that's going to happen, and I don't want that to happen, and it shouldn't happen. But they're depriving us of our ability to use the courts for justice, and so they're forcing Americans yeah. into a way where they have to try to find justice somewhere else, and it's very dangerous. I, you know, it, this has to stop. This has to stop. Yeah. Because they're they're well, pushing us to untenable positions. Well, you know, I you know what you say the word war, but I've listened to people here recently. I've never looked at it this way, but they said the Civil War it didn't just start when Abraham Lincoln became president. This had been bubbling for years, for decades in this country, maybe since the start. There was an issue with slavery, and it was a right. really contentious issue, and it went on for a long time. And there was a number of events that were very, very. Uh, important and very emotional for for americans lincoln i heard got involved during the uh, kansas nebraska act he was appalled that they were going to start allowing slavery out west it's based on whoever could whatever they vote on was what they decided and uh, a lot of northerners thought that was crazy but this is the kind of stuff that goes on for a period of time it's actually like somebody pointed out to me the actual combat physical combat that's the end of the war. Before yeah, that is and, all the garbage that's going on, you know, which is what we're yeah, creating right now. 
That's exactly right. And I think we can't avoid the actual war part. I don't want it. I don't like it. I don't think it's good for the nation. No. Um, so I think we can avoid that, but, but we have to avoid it is my point. My, my point is we have to do the things to, to clean up our government now so that it doesn't come to that. And I think the 2024 election is probably the biggest and most important thing uh, between now and then that that can prevent it. I think getting Donald Trump back in the White House will put an end to all of this. Um, so, you know, we, we yeah, have we have to do that. But, you know, they're, they're yeah. forcing us. Yeah, we don't want that. We have that? to do Who everything. Wants that? Nobody yeah, wants but it. I'm telling well, you, the left well, might want it. I mean, they're all crazy. Maybe. George but, Soros, China, yeah, they want they it. Want They'd more. love the it. The military industrial oh. complex wants it. You know, it, like there's people with financial and corrupt evil intentions that might try to fuel, fuel it. Yeah. China wants it. But no, no American wants it, nor should we be okay with that outcome. We are not okay with that outcome. Mm. And we, we need to do everything in our power to avoid that. Mm -hmm. Well, I saw a couple of FBI agents like yesterday is what I, I, I noticed. Um and I put it up at uh, website joehoff.com where I'll put up this interview after this and uh, some of my share my books there as well. But uh, these two FBI agents retired now, wrote a letter to Congress saying, hey, hey, guys, get, this is really, really, really serious. We've got people that have come in this country that are all military age and they're crossing mm -hmm. that border. And we've seen videos just I saw I mentioned this in the first segment. I saw Ben Berkwam in O'Hare like two nights ago. He got a layover. So he videotaped what he saw. There's a whole wing that's partitioned off for illegals yeah. to sleep in. They got cops yeah. there. And he shows this guy that's a Venice, says he's a Venezuelan soldier, shows a picture of him holding the, himself holding a, a gun uh, to yeah. Ben Berkwam. What's, you know, these are the kind of people we're bringing in. And that's what these FBI agents are saying. Hey, Congress, this is really, really serious. We've never seen this before. We've, what they, their point was this country nobody could ever penetrate the u.s nobody's going to invade us it's not going to happen but but for what they're doing right now this trojan horse of uh really terrorists crossing our it's into not our even a Chinese. trojan horse i mean the trojan horse people thought it was a gift you know it, it seems like a nice good thing uh that's not this. It's it is an invasion. It is absolutely an invasion of military age males who could potentially pose very serious threat to the nation, not just to the national security of our government and our our structures, but just to the the people. I mean, yes, I want America safe. I want our government safe. I want uh, good order and discipline and justice and all of that established. But I also want to be safe walking down the street. And I want my friends and family in Chicago to be safe walking down the street. And this is making it incredibly dangerous. I mean, how many stories do we have to see and hear of people who are getting murdered or raped or assaulted in some way by illegal immigrants? And the illegal immigrants aren't arrested or if they are, they're released and nobody does anything with it. I mean, years ago, when 2016 or 2017, whatever it was, when Donald Trump was saying these people coming in, they're criminals. They're all criminals. Oh, he was just as, oh, that's so racist. It's so racist. How can you say it? No, Donald Trump was right. He's been proven right time and time again. These are criminals coming in and they are hurting not just our government, but they're hurting real American citizens who are suffering. We're seeing the black community in Chicago speak out and say, hey, the black community, children in the black community can't go to school anymore because they've taken over schools to give them to illegal aliens. And oh, by the way, the parents of the black kids are paying for the schools through taxes. I mean, it they are this is I, I it's so crazy to say it because it sounds like such a crazy idea. 
But the whole idea of the great replacement theory of trying to replace the current American population who knows freedom and loves freedom and wants to fight for freedom with a group of people who will kowtow to the political establishment just just because um, that, that really looks like what they're doing. They're trying to replace the population. The funny part is it's not working. I mean, yeah, they're bringing it in. They're destroying our cities. They're destroying our lives. They're making us dangerous. But these people aren't supporting. I mean, the the ones that they're, you know, handholding and walking to the polls who know nothing about anything. Sure, they'll vote for Joe Biden. But a lot of them are coming in and you've probably seen it at rallies. And I've been on the street where there's a lot of people who are like, I'm an illegal immigrant, but I'm, uh, you know, I, I want to vote for Donald Trump or I want to support Donald Trump because they're here and they want the benefits of a prosperous America. That's why they came here. And everybody recognizes that under Joe Biden, you're not going to have a prosperous America. So there's no point in having risked your life and made the trek and come all the way here just to be a slave here. Mm, fantastic. You're, you're so spot on. I'm sitting here thinking, as you mentioned that, the people at rallies, you've been to more rallies than anybody over the last few years and <laughs> uh, seeing you there. Yeah. And, and what's, uh, what's the mood at those rallies that you're, you've been to recently? Oh, it's very patriotic, very, very patriotic. And it's changing a little bit now because now we're, we're into the primaries, right? Like I was in Iowa, we recently had New Hampshire and, you know, prior to the actual primaries or the Iowa caucus starting, um, the rallies were exciting, patriotic. Everyone was proud to support Donald Trump. They love America. You know, they're, they're proud of whatever city they were in. They love their city. They love their local government, you know, for the, the, the ones like Texas and the conservative governments. Um, but they're, they're proud of who they are. Now that we're in rallies, it, it, or now that we're in primaries and caucuses, it, it's kind of like it's game time, right? Like, it's like, okay, we've all been waiting for this. We've all been working on, you know, getting, uh, saving the country to get to this point. Now it's time to, you know, put feet to the pavement and actually get out and do something. And I think we're starting to see a lot more people involved, um, which is great. We need more people involved. If you're not involved in saving your local elections, get involved today. You can go to causeofamerica.org, C-A-U-S-E, causeofamerica.org. Um, there's over 300,000 people involved in causeofamerica.org all across the country. Uh, send them an email, send them a note and just say, hey, I live in this zip code or I live in this county and state who are you working with? Who can I get involved in my area and get involved in a group in your area? Because this is a local solution. This comes down to local government and we have to solve this problem at the local government level. Hmm. Fantastic. That's the Michael Lindell group, right? Yeah. Michael Lindell. Was he so it, yeah, he started it. It's really a network. So the groups in the different areas, he doesn't run those. Those are independent grassroots efforts in the different states and counties that are, you know, working in their local area. But what he's done is connected everybody so that everybody's kind of coordinated. But um, mm -hmm. so he runs the network and then the local grassroots run their own organizations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fantastic. What do you think of the two, uh, the Iowa caucus in New Hampshire and, and where, where we are going forward? I think, I think it's great. I think uh, Donald Trump's in a great position. I expect him to be the nominee Super Tuesday, you know, no later than Super Tuesday. And uh, I think Nikki Haley has added herself as a globalist. Uh, I mean, she's basically a Democrat on the Republican ticket. Um, and she likes to throw these stats out and say, oh, uh, I'm the only candidate that can beat Joe Biden. I'm the only candidate that can win, blah, blah, blah. She's the only candidate left in the race who's never won anything. So uh, I don't know... 
I don't know why she thinks she, oh, just get me through it. And I'll eventually win. No, no, no. You're, you're losing every single race. There's no reason for anybody to think that you can win anything. So I think she's the, the failing hope of the establishment that they're going to be able to get rid Mm -hmm. of Donald Trump. They're not, he is the nominee. He will be the nominee. Uh, and he, I believe he will be the next president. Um, but yeah, she's hanging in there. Mm. You know, and this establishment drives me crazy. And I've been at some a couple of those Lindell events the last couple of years when uh, he's met in Springfield with with a number of people. And every everybody I talked to from each state would say the same thing. Well, we got we were you know might even own the house, might might have a massive majority, and yet we've got these people. They seem Republicans, but they're voting Democrat. And we see that all around. And we see the leadership, like in Wisconsin with Voss or Raffensperger. Oh, gosh. Robin Voss. You know, across the country. Yeah. There's a number of people, though, that are in, wormed their way to the top that are really snakes. They're not interested in what we want. We want protection. Today, you know, today is the day. We want protection. That's that, that isn't asking a lot, you know? our yeah. border that's you know why would yeah, they well, fight because, that why because it's not really republican versus democrat it's the political insiders versus the rest of us and there are republicans who are political insiders look at the state of georgia brian kemp brad Rapp, rappensberger christopher carr you know they're why aren't they speaking not only are they not speaking out brad rappensberger spoke out in support of fanny willis prior you know prior to these most recent revelations but um they're all supporting the prosecution of Donald Trump when it's clearly fake. It clearly is politically motivated. It's clearly coordinated with the Biden White House. Uh, Fannie Willis is taking, it appears she's taking kickbacks from the money that she's paying out to the special prosecutor who happens to be her married boyfriend. Um, I mean, there's so many problems with it and yet they're all silent. Why? And the same thing with Robin Voss. Robin Voss, I think is one of the worst. I mean, you've got you have dictators mm. hanging on to the Wisconsin Election Commission and uh, the Senate and the Assembly in Wisconsin want to impeach the impeach those that are um, that have overstayed their statutory limitation on that office. And Robin Voss is refusing to hold a vote. He's allowing that person to just stay there, despite the fact that they've reached their stat- the, the statute of limitations for them holding that job has expired. And Robin Voss is just letting them stay there. Why? Because it's what the establishment wants. They're the people that um, know the election system and know how to get the outcome that is needed. So, uh, no, it, it's all it's corruption. It's corruption at its finest. Yeah, across the country, yeah. Every state, you'll see it in the Republican Party. Some of these uh, just slime dogs that just are not on our side or they've got other The Republicans agendas. are They're the not... worst. They're the yeah. worst. Yeah. And, Sorry, and I didn't mean you know, you. yeah, you're right. No, no, you're fine. I mean, that that's it. That's my point. That's what I heard from everybody I, across the board. I, I uh, Bill Eichel's running for governor in Missouri. He was telling me, hey, we've got senators here that are, say, they're Republican. They're voting Democrat. Their voting record is Democrat. This is what yeah. they do when they can't win because they know Biden's policies are insane. Nobody's voting for that. You know, and I saw this Exit or the entrance poll in Iowa was like 70% of Republicans thought that the uh, uh, 2020 election was stolen. And in yeah. New Hampshire, I think it was 80. 80% are saying, yeah, everybody that thing knows was stolen. it was stolen. Yeah. yeah. And we it, nailed it, it Christina. Stolen. Yeah, we did. We nailed it. 
Yeah, we got the we books did. out there. We just to have to it. finish it. We just have to finish it yeah. because yeah, uh, the twenty twenty four election is is the test, right? It's it's the test. Mm-hmm. Let me, let me tell you something, if you don't mind here, just give you a little something that came out earlier this week. I, I, we, I've been working with a group of people, and I think I maybe even mentioned this to you in the past. We've got about 30 or so professionals. We started looking at the uh, election process, and um, we what we did is we let's take let, the, the idea was let's look at this like a corporation. How would a corporation deal with this? So in the U.S., we have Sarbanes-Oxley that came in in the early 2000s with this legislation that forced corporations to ensure that not just your you have support for your financials and not just that your systems are okay, but you have to ensure that every process is okay. And and so I was involved in all that. We had to figure out how to do this for this major corporation I was at. And then we had to uh, do it every year after that. We had to not only identify what we did is we identified the pro- the key processes for the corporation mm-hmm. around the world, then the sub-processes, and then what are the key controls that are involved in all these processes? And then we have to test them. We have to test them every year, and not a single control cannot be functioning. It, they have to have every control working properly before the external artist is going to sign off on your financials. It's an it's a hell of an exercise that corporations spend millions ensuring that their financials are accurate. And I've been part of that from both the financial side and the audit side. And it's a tremendous mm-hmm. amount of work. And we don't accept a single issue. So we did the same exercise for the election. We identified 13, 14 processes, about 100 sub-processes in those processes, and then about 520 various controls that we think should be in place to ensure that the numbers are accurate. And when we were done, we just said, okay, how many of these controls are in place? That's just our question. We've, we determined that 36% of the controls are in place. Oh, Meaning two thirds of the controls in our election process are not even, not even working. Probably yeah. not designed. They're just not there. And so compare that to the corporate world. And we, we do, we, we do, we feel like, I think we Americans, we feel like, well, there's gotta be some strong assurance that this process is working, but it's not. And you and I pointed out in our books, it's like all over the place there, this was broke. This was broke. The systems we see Halderman the other day, again, pointing out they're not secure. And in the corporate world, we say, Hey, shut it down. If your system's not secure, Shut it down. It's an easy, easy, easy decision to make for management and the board. Shut it down. We don't want malware coming in and we don't want people stealing our information. Shut it down until you got security around that system. And here again, we're finding out these systems are not secure. So it's broke and we're accepting this as as the way it should be. Um, Anyways, there was one guy that reached out to me. He's Harry Hari. I don't know if you've met him. He's in St. Louis. He was involved in Hava, and I could give you his contact information. But he is working with a group of people, and his his position is, hey, if these if if your election system's not working, then it's not legal. And any, anybody yeah. that's accepting this and certifying an election that's not working properly, which and he was happy to see my report. He's like, this is exactly what we're saying. The system's not right. He is going to be suing multiple states here in the next few weeks, starting in the next oh, few weeks. Great. And to great. ensure that they put in place and ins- they can tell us that the systems are working without errors. And everybody involved has to know the law. It's the law that they know the law and they know what they're doing when they sign off and certify these results. 
and we allowed them to get away without, you know, without knowing that and without abiding by the law in 2020. And that's the key to these lawsuits that are coming up. They're going to their their ultimate goal is to try to get rid of the machines. So you'll be hearing about that, I think, in the next few weeks. Big. Stuff. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah, that that's a big deal. I mean, our our elections are a joke, and the reason, and I would say. I would disagree with you slightly only saying we're just accepting these results. We're not accepting these results. You and I both know we're not accepting these results. The American people are not accepting the results. The problem we're having is that the people in power are trying to force it on us to accept them. And the media is complicit with them. Um, that's, right. that's the problem. I mean, I, it's a very small number of people who actually want this process and who are actually okay with it, but though they happen to be in positions of power so it's making it very difficult to kind of push through all of this corruption, but we're doing it. We're absolutely doing it. You know how I know we're doing it. And you know how I know we're being effective is all of these indictments against Donald Trump. If they actually thought that they had a deadlock on this election, there was nothing we could do about it. They would not be indicting Donald Trump. They wouldn't be playing the stupid games that they're playing with our court system because it's, it's making people angry. It's turning people against them. It's pushing people to support Donald Trump. They're getting Donald Trump elected by the games that they're playing. And so they're they're all in, you know, all the chips are on the table. They win or lose by these indictments. And um, I, I think they end up losing ultimately. Certainly George is falling apart before our eyes. Um, so, you know, mm. I, I I think we are, ultimately we are winning and, and the tide is turning. And, you know, as Georgia falls apart and as more information comes out about this whole process, um, I think, Donald Trump will make it through this and he'll ultimately be successful. But um, mm. but it, it, it's just an unfortunate, very painful process for mm. our nation to go through. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's, I was going to tell you, there's another guy down here in Florida that's already looked at all the uh, voter rolls in Florida, and he's mm -hmm. already el helped eliminate about a million uh, uh individuals that are on those voter rolls and there's a wow. piece at daily mail that he sent me they said hey what's going on in georgia there are people it's a growing state and yet it's voter rolls have gone down a million and he says well i know why this is happening because he's identifying them and reaching out to the local uh, uh supervisors election supervisors mm -hmm. and working with them showing them proof that these people are not legit and they shouldn't be on the on the uh, voter roll and now he's moving to texas and he's he's and he's he's working on Florida, Texas. He's got a system he's putting in place. A good Great. good guy by the name of Chris Jersky, a friend of mine, and he is going to help clean a lot of this stuff up. I think his system's going to be great. So there's there's some action that's happening, and and that's and I'm trying to share that as you know some hope here for people yeah. that are you know. And there's a lot of work, like you said, at the grassroots level as well. Yeah, no, I th I think there's a lot of grassroots efforts. I know True the Vote also is doing voter roll scrubbing. Um, at local levels to to do the same thing. Right. So there's there's really good people doing that. And that's one thing, you know, if you don't want to work at the polls or if you don't, you know, you don't want to necessarily volunteer your time outside your home, uh, helping to scrub voter rolls is something you can do from the comfort of your own home. And it's really, it has a really, really big impact. So again, go to causeofamerica.org, let them know what you want to do and where you live, and they will put you in touch with someone who can help you do that. But scrubbing voter rolls certainly is really, really key. Yeah, absolutely. We can't have them do this uh, stuff anymore to us. It's unreal. Uh, yeah. yeah, a lot of work in that area. And so that's exciting. And uh, but a lot more work to do, I think. And, uh, you yeah. know, more will be coming out. I know working with another lady in Florida who based on this this inventory that we put together, she put together some proposed legislation for the state of Florida. She's trying to push it, push it on some uh, some of the ultimately the Republican Party to get this put in place in Florida. She believes with uh, 
with the information and, and that we have and with her proposals for for put to put to update the laws she can uh, eliminate maybe something like 90% of that those open controls that aren't in right. place right now through the legislature right. so there's various things that are happening right now and we can talk more about that offline if you'd like to at any time but yeah, yeah right. lots going on so tell us uh we've got a few minutes left what's what's uh what's the deal with all the court cases and where do they stand <laughs> and what where's your thoughts on all that well let's start with georgia because it's you know making the most news at the moment um I think that case is falling apart. It's not going to make it to trial. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it didn't end up in Fannie Willis getting investigated herself. Uh, certainly the Georgia Senate is voting on that issue now, whether they're going to open an investigation into Fannie Willis. Um, it looks, it looks based on the information that we've, that has been revealed is, uh, it, it looks like she's got at the very least ethical problems um, and conflicts of interest, um, whether there's any criminal activity or not you know, needs to be investigated. The thing I want to say about it though, is it, it, she brought this on herself. Her biggest mistake was bringing the case in the first place. She should never brought a, a case against Donald Trump. Her second biggest mistake was bringing a case against Mike Roman. Mike Roman is known to be anybody who's ever worked in conservative politics knows that Mike Roman is one of the best political opposition research professionals in politics. He's worked with the biggest names. He's worked on the biggest campaigns. Uh, he, he is very well respected in political opposition research. He has nothing to do with Georgia. He lives and works in Pennsylvania. And she decided to rope him in probably to send a mess. I don't know what her thought process was, but you know, it appears that by having 19 co-defendants, they're trying to scare people and whatever into submission. The problem is Mike Roman has nothing to do with it. She, the, what she brought him in on was someone asked him for a phone number and he shared a phone number. That is his act that is indicted. Everybody shares phone numbers all the time. That's not criminal, but yet she's decided to criminalize that. So how stupid do you have to be to rope in someone who's not even in your state, has nothing to do with your case, who happens to be the best political opposition research uh, professional in, the, in conservative politics in America today? So she brought him in and he did what he does. And now Fannie Willis is exposed. I mean, at best, at best, she's an idiot. You know who she reminds me of? She reminds me of that Kim Gardner from St. Louis that Soros backed as well. Uh, this lady was absolutely horrible. She uh, allowed murderers to go free uh, in the city of St. Louis. And and she was involved in the Eric Greitens takeover where the coup d'etat oh, where they yeah, removed yeah. him from office based on lies. She was behind that. Uh, the guy that she used for evidence, as soon as uh, as soon as Greitens uh, resigned the next day, they dropped the case. And he was a, he was a slime ball who got indicted on a number of charges. And, it, you know, just corrupt, corrupt, corrupt. These And, and Soros-based. I One of the biggest uh, lessons, I think, from this era, and I, I really hope that America understands this, is don't ever let somebody who helped the Nazis in World War II come into your country with billions of dollars and let him do what he's doing. And now I'm talking about George Soros. This guy is a monster. He hates America. And I do believe he's he's right there with China. He'd do anything to destroy this country. And Fannie Willis and Kim Gardner and all these others, uh, DAs around the country are an example. They're just horrible. Yeah, I mean, they they certainly don't love freedom, truth, or justice because all of that has been perverted over the last few years. Hmm. What do you think about the Eugene Carroll case? What can you tell us about that? 
anything? I mean, I think it, I think it speaks for itself. You know, I think people see it for what it is. It's an attempt to take down Donald Trump. Um, I don't think, I don't think he ever should have been found liable for the sexual assault in the first place. I don't think he knew her. I don't think, um, it actually happened, but you know, they want to pick a few, uh, far left jurors in New York on a, a same goes for, um, the Letitia James case with that, with, even though that's a bench trial, it's the same thing. They're just trying to get these far left jurisdictions to, to defame. quite honestly, it's defamation through court, uh, you know, to try to call Donald Trump a criminal and get their, their leftist followers to, to go along with it. But I mean, mm-hmm. that, you know, I, 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 We'll we'll see what happens with that case. I think it's really tragic that they're doing that to our nation right now, but it's, it's the state we're in. Yeah, and and you know what hits me with that case more than anything is they won't tell us the day, the month, the year when this thing happened. Right? They're you know because oh, they don't, don't know. have one. We don't know. Yeah, yeah, we don't know. But but on the other hand, she could she could remember the coat that she wore, and then we found out well that coat wasn't made until like two three years after supposedly this event occurred. So yeah. that doesn't add up. But the problem with that is in allowing that for the court, which is totally illegal. It's to talk about due process issues. It's because Trump could have said, "Oh, I was in Italy that day. I was uh, in right. L.A." You know, they won't right. give him a day because he can't defend himself that way. But, yeah. and, and, you know, and it's 20 years ago or 30 or whatever. So it's, it's yeah. another just horrible, horrible people doing this stuff. I, you know, and it's unfortunate. There are some some Americans that believe this and it's so sick. More and more aren't, though. More and more are waking up. They're following places like this, Gateway Pundit and other sites. And just, uh, you know, they're just not buying this garbage anymore. Yeah. So that's the good That's the good news. You know, 60, 70, 80% of Americans can see the election was stolen. I think today shows it more than anything. We'll see what, you know, what happens by the end of the day. Uh, could be uh, uh, could be historic. It, it will be historic for sure, no matter we'll what see. Biden does. Yeah, pretty scary. Any final thoughts, Christina? No, for all the viewers, please just get involved, be part of the solution, and let's save America. Amen. Amen. Thanks for all you do. Uh, Really appreciate it. Great seeing you. We'll catch up soon and appreciate all that you've done for America for your entire life. You know? Well, thank you so much. So, yeah, thanks so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. So, and we'll be be back Monday on the Joe Hoff Show uh, to catch up on more news and and everything else we got to thank christina bob for joining us she's absolutely fantastic good friend great great american patriot helping out president trump you can see president trump is so happy uh, to have people like her on his side as we are to see that our president's being protected from monsters from the left uh by people uh like christina so thank thank god he has her there's so much going on today i'm telling you it's a mess. Uh, Biden is a mess. Hopefully, most Americans are waking up to this. This whole world knows it. Everybody that sees Biden talk and say, hey, what, what's wrong with this guy? He looks like he's about 100. He says he's 80. He's He can hardly walk. He can hardly talk. He's saying things that are just absolutely insane, mumbling. It, I, I knew a guy uh, who was a recovering addict and and he could tell looking at people listening to him what sort of drugs they're on and i would i'm sure he'd be saying oh well he's taking this drug to keep him awake and this drug to to uh to, you know so that he doesn't uh, uh stumble on this just by the way they talk and they act and certainly they're drugging up uh the president of the united states just to keep him 
able to stand up. It's it's insanity that we're putting up with. God bless America. God bless you. Thanks for your prayers and thoughts. And we're going to keep fighting. We're going to keep fighting for the truth. And uh, appreciate all your support. We'll be back on Monday on The Joe Hoff Show.